Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Third and final hour on our victorious Saturday get-together here on 94 WIP. Jody Mack in for Glenn Mack now with Mike Sielski. This portion of the show brought to you by Meridian Bank. Business banking at its best. Visit them at meridianbanker.com. Uh, we're still trying to establish a line with uh, Scott Lauber down in uh, Houston. He was in the house last night for the Phillies opening game victory in the World Series, the fourth consecutive series, Mike, that the Phillies have taken game one of the series. And I know it's old school. It's, it's uh, certainly something that is uh, one of those things you don't think you have to state it, but you go ahead and state it anyway. Getting game one is huge. It has been three straight series. Why should it be any different here in the World Series? Yeah, and I think one of the differences it makes, one of the advantages it gives the Phillies is that it ratchets, and we've spent most of the show talking about this, the environment at Citizens Bank Park. But one of the reasons that the environment at the bank has been so good is that I think the fans have felt less pressure in a way. Um, You know, the... I always maintain that that a Philadelphia sports fan's natural position isn't cheering with their arms up in the air. It's kind of a defensive crouch. It's more like, I don't want anything bad to happen to my team. And if the Phillies were down two games to none, heading into a game three at home, I think those fans would be feeling a little bit like, oh, if we lose tonight, if the team loses tonight, they're down three games to none and all hope is lost. But the fact that each of these series have been 1-1 going into game three... There's there's no chance the Phillies are going to get eliminated that night, and so uh, the fans feel freer to get crazy and be enthusiastic because there's really nothing to lose. And I think, you know, by winning last night, the Phillies have set themselves up for the kind of environment at Citizens Bank Park that really helps them and has hurt their opponents. Right, and the last two series, the uh, first one being a five-game series, the next one being the full ga- full-blown seven-game series, it's gone the exact same way. Phillies win the opener, but then lose the second game in the visiting team's park. So we will get if the Phillies lose tonight, which I'm, uh, I'm, I'm back in Wheeler tonight, and I think they're coming back to zip. But if they lose, we'll get the obligatory. Well, we got the split that we were looking for, right? Which, if you asked anyone today prior to the game, you guys okay with the split? No, of course not. We want we want to be up to nothing. I love twenty twenty hindsight. It's a great thing, isn't it, Mike? It is. We can all it be is. so good with twenty twenty hindsight. Hey, you know the, the the that one swing by JT Real Muto changed everything. I think when it came to the perspective the Phillies fans had on this series. 
Scott Lauber covers the Phillies day in and day out for the Philadelphia Inquirer. He's been very good to me over the years. Comes on when I ask. I didn't even have to ask because Mike Sielski did it for me. And he joins us now from Houston after the Phillies win last night. Scott, what was it like in the Phillies clubhouse after last night's come from behind, extra inning, 6-5 win over the Astros? Strangely calm, Jody. Um, <laughs> you know, it's it's a, it was kind of – it was – pretty amazing because you know you're looking at it and you say well this is a pretty epic comeback given the the stage given the circumstances given the deficit given the fact that Justin Verlander was on the mound given the fact that they were on the road they were playing a team that won 106 games this year like I don't know if it were me I'd be swinging from the from the chandeliers right because it'd be so high at the fact that they were able to come back and and do this and you know I talked to Alec Bohm and, and I said you know what was it like uh, you know, down five nothing against Verlander uh, early in the game. I mean, what was the, the the dugout like and the mood like? And he said, you know, we all just looked at each other and we're like, well, we've been here before. Let's just do this. Like he said, what were we supposed to do? Go back to the clubhouse and say we'll go get him tomorrow? Like, like just quit? Like, and and that was sort of the attitude. It was like, well, we we were trailing the Padres by four runs also in that series, and we came back and won. And and we came back from four runs down against the Cardinals in Game One of this whole entire thing. Um, so it was strangely calm. It was strangely like, you know, almost as if they hadn't processed the magnitude of what that what that was. And um, I don't think that was lost on anyone except maybe them. And, and maybe that's a good thing because, um, you know, I mean, look, I mean, you just have to kind of look at yourself, you know, look at each other and shrug your shoulders at this point in October because um, the things that they're doing, um, the things that we've seen, uh, they've just saved it all for the perfect time. Scott, what was the reaction, such as it was, in the press box? You know, you're one of half a dozen writers, the Inquirer, we have down in Houston covering the series. You've got a lot of people in that press box who have covered baseball for a long time. Was there a general feeling that people were surprised that they came back? Were you surprised that they came back, especially given, you know, how good a team the Astros have been? Uh, I, I think so. I Look, I think that there are two types of... Um, you know, you, you could probably put the reporters who are covering the World Series into two categories. People who have been here and followed the Phillies for the, the most of the month, and in our case, longer than that, obviously, the, the entire season. But, you know, national media-wise, people who have been around them for most of this month, who covered the series against Atlanta, who covered the series against San Diego, who have seen them do these types of things, and at this point, like I said, are kind of looking around, shrugging their shoulders, you know, kind of chuckling a little bit almost to themselves uh, at the fact that they keep seeing this happen over and over and over again. And then you have the people who haven't been around, you know, who maybe were covering the American League playoffs or, you know, who haven't seen the Phillies much throughout the year because they were not a national, sort of a national team that everybody came to see. And and I think, they're, you know, they were more like, whoa, you know, it was kind of eye-opening, like, okay, so this is what it's been all about. This is how they got there. So, you know, I think that those are the kind of reactions that, that I saw when I looked around was, you know, a lot of it was just sort of people shrugging their shoulders and going, all right, you know, like, add it to the list. Add it to the list of things that we've seen this month that we, we didn't believe. And, you know, maybe this is at the top of the list, as I said, given the degree of difficulty and, and, all of, and the stage and all of that. But, you know, we've seen them do this time and time again. And, you know, you kind of have to just shrug your shoulders and say, okay, like, going to keep going. All right, Scott, uh, don't know if you can actually uh, put a number attached to it, but I'm asking you on a feel-type thing, confidence. 
coming into the series, Phillies, kind of a magic carpet ride team, last team to qualify, win pretty easily in their three series, had to win in the first series with the Astros, didn't have to play. So it's it's not a perfect comp between the two teams, and they've gotten there differently. The Astros win the most games in the American League, don't have to play in the first round, sweep both rounds, sitting at 7-0 and in the playoffs. Each team had its own confidence level coming into game one last night. How much did the outcome move the needle either way in lessening the confidence of the Astros and boosting the Phillies or vice versa? So I wasn't in the Astros clubhouse, so I can't tell you how they felt. I can tell you how it sounded like they felt going into the series. I mean, Kyle Tucker was asked about the series, and he said, I'm hoping we can just get it over quickly and sweep them and move on. Like, you know, I don't, I, I you know, in his case, that to me was extreme confidence. That was like, hey, we're the Astros. We dominated the American League all year. I don't know who these guys are, you know, who've had this this good month, but like we'll take care of business and it's not gonna be a long series. And I don't know if everybody felt that way on the Astros side. He certainly did. They had every right to feel that way. And I would imagine that after last night there's some doubt creeping in, like, uh, oh gosh, you know, like so, you know, maybe the Phillies really are this kind of like so I hesitate to call them like a scrappy Cinderella story because they have a $240 million payroll. And so that negates the scrappiness and the Cinderella-ness. They, they should be good. But they were a team that won 87 games. They were a team that got into the playoffs with a postseason, with, with a, a wild card berth that did not exist before this year. A lot has had to go right for them. You know, they needed a designated hitter this year to not lose Bryce Harper for the whole year. A lot had to go right for them to get to this point, and then they had to have the month of their lives to get to the World Series. So here they are, and then they win that game last night. Having not been in the Astros clubhouse, I would imagine that maybe there's some guys there who are at least sitting up a little straighter and saying, okay, like, you know, we got to take these guys seriously. On the Phillies' side, I mean, the confidence is, you know, through the roof, and it has been. And, you know, Reese Hoskins said something to me last night. He said, look, we've been the underdog or been told that we're the underdog for a while now, and it doesn't sit well with us. We don't feel that way. We don't feel like we're that way. We feel like we're a good team. We think we should be here. We think we could beat anybody. And they're playing like it, and they're playing like a team that has a manager who is on an all-time hot streak. <laughs> you know, every decision he makes works out. They're playing uh, with Bryce Harper, who's having an all-time postseason. Uh, they're playing with players who have had their, you know, they've, they've all almost had their moments. Like, you name the player, I can tell you something important that they did in the last month. So, I mean, their confidence is sky high, and, and, um, and it should be. Scott, let's spin this forward to Game 2 tonight. You've got Wheeler going against Framber Valdez, who has thrown 12 and two-thirds innings in this postseason and has allowed just two runs. He shut out the Yankees over seven innings in the American League Championship Series. Uh, what do you make of, of tonight? Uh, how good is Zach Wheeler going to have to be for the Phillies to come back to Philadelphia leading this series two games to none? So of the two, team, of the two games, the first two games of the series, I thought I felt better from the Phillies' standpoint about tonight's game than I did about last night's game. Um, you know, you had Verlander last night. You had whatever sort of um, home field advantage the Astros were going to have, you figure um, – you figure game one was going to be kind of the more um, the more intense environment. It was not a very intense environment. <laughs> um, I don't I don't know whether that's a reflection of Houston as a sports town. I, I covered the World Series here in 2017, and you know, again, I don't remember it being like 
supercharged, but I, 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 from where I sat last night, it was pretty normal, um, you know, and, and so I, but I thought that they'd get a bounce from the atmosphere last night. I thought they'd get a boost from Verlander last night. I thought, you know, they had maybe the Phillies after five days off, maybe the Phillies offense would be a little sluggish last night. And the Phillies have Wheeler tonight. And, you know, we've seen how Wheeler's pitched in the postseason. I know he's not going seven or eight in these games, but he's giving them, you know, six, and he's giving them six shutout in a lot of cases. And he's throwing 99 in the first inning of these games. And he's just, you know, he's setting a tone early in these games. Wheeler's been, to me, he's been tremendous. I felt great about tonight's game all along from the Phillies standpoint. So, I, look, I think he's going to pitch well again. Uh, I think they have their hands full with Valdez, but, you know, you score five on Verlander and you probably feel pretty invincible as an offense. Uh, so, um, you know, again, it's going to be, it's not going to be easy. Um, you know, they're, they're playing a very good team, but I think they've got the guy they want on the mound. And I think they, they they're, there's already kind of a house money feeling to tonight because they won last night. So worst case scenario, you go back to Philadelphia with a split and, um, and you feel pretty good about yourself. But, you know, I, I do feel like, I do feel like with Wheeler, I think they think with, when they have Wheeler on the mound, they can win any time they play. And, oh, by the way, much like Verlander, Framber Valdez pitched against the Phillies after they locked up the playoff spot the last week of the season and threw five shutout innings and struck out ten in five. Irrelevant. Doesn't matter. The Phillies weren't even worrying about the outcome of that game. But I just looked at my Bet Parks app. Again, tonight, Astros minus 141, Phillies plus 120. They're an underdog again. When is Vegas going to catch up with what this team is doing, Scott Lauber? I know. I know. I mean, <laughs> you sort of look around and you say, like, you know, uh, that, that maybe there's, like, the, the, national, the national thing has not caught on yet. Like, they haven't seen this the way we have. I, I will say this. Like, if the Phillies – I think the Phillies' biggest concern going forward – is their pitching depth. I think that's still an issue for them. Like, the Astros are a much deeper team in the bullpen. They're a much deeper team in the rotation. I mean, they have three starters who could probably pitch in this series who may not start because they just there just aren't enough games for that. So, um, you know, as they get into the middle of the series, and we'll find out today, you know, like what Ranger Suarez's status is. Like, I saw Rob Thompson in the hallway last night and said, like, could he pitch game three still? And he said, well, we'll see tomorrow. But worst case scenario, if he can't, he can pitch game four and they just make game three the bullpen game that they were going to plan for game four. So, but at some point, you know, you keep, you keep doing this and you keep managing this way. And, you know, look, everything Rob Thompson does works out. So who am I to question? But, you know, you're going to have to get into that area of your bullpen that you don't really want to get into. Like, like tonight, for example, if that same situation were to arise, you can't bring Ranger Suarez into that game in the seventh inning tonight which means he probably can't bring Alvarado into the game in the fifth inning, which means Brad Hand has to pitch. You know, and so there are going to be situations in the series, I think, where their pitching depth is going to be tested, and we're a little less sure of their pitching depth than we are of the Astros' depth. So, look, over the course of a long series, you know, the Astros still have to feel pretty good about things, but, you know, the Phillies dealt them quite a blow last night, and now with Wheeler on the mound tonight, you know, it's, it's worry time a little bit for the Astros. Like, they need to... They need to get this game tonight and get it back to Philadelphia tied. Scotty, has last night's result changed your view of the series at all? 
Yeah, probably. I mean, you know, I think the Phillies are a little bit more in the driver's seat now than they were when the series began. I, You know, I'm still not going to go ahead and say, look, I picked the Astros in six, so I thought they'd lose a couple of games. I didn't know that they'd lose game one, and I didn't know that they'd do it, you know, after having a 5 nothing lead in the third inning with Verlander on the mound. Um, so that certainly changes things. But, you know, I had them losing a couple of games. They lost one last night. Um, I still think they're probably the favorite to win the series. Um, but, you know, look, I mean, that was certainly something that, you know, that, like I said, they have to stand up and take notice. And, and a lot of people have to stand up and take notice that this is, you know, that the Phillies are kind of, they're not just here to, you know, as they wrote today, like, you know, they get down five, nothing and the series is playing out through three innings. Like everybody thought it would. And it's like, thanks for coming Phillies. Like, here's your parting gift and move on. And the Astros can have their parade. Like, it's not going to be that kind of series. Um, and if anybody thought it was going to be that way, it's it's not. It's not going to play out that way. So, uh, yeah, it's changed my view a little bit. Um, I you know I, I think the Phillies are, are kind of catching everyone's attention if they hadn't already. Two quickies before we let you run, Scotty. Uh, friend of Bat Valdez, left-handed as compared to Verlander, right-handed. Any change in the Phillies lineup? I don't think so. Um, I, I don't think so. I, I, well. I shouldn't say that. So, yeah, I mean, look, um, I don't think there's any change at the top because, like, I thought there might be a change yesterday. I thought he'd flip Harper and Real Muto uh, because of the general lack of lefties in their Astros bullpen and the fact that Verlander's right-handed. It didn't happen. So, no, at the top, I think Harper's going to hit fourth, Real Muto's going to hit third, and off you go. Uh, The trend, I think, has been – uh, throughout the postseason to have Veerling in center field against lefties. I could see that happening again tonight. He's had Sosa at third base a lot against lefties. I- I'm not sure I take Alec Bohm out of the lineup right now. Right. I mean, that play yeah. he made last night on Maldonado, that ball's in the that ball's in the dugout early in the season. Like that throw, he doesn't make that. I don't know if he gets to that ball, and if he does, he throws it down the right field line. So um, it's it's been amazing to watch the confidence he's played with. Defensively, he's gotten some big hits. I wouldn't be surprised if we see Veerling in center field, but I don't think I, I'd be, I'd be, would be surprised if we see Sosa at third base. And last thing, I'm going to ask you to do a favor for me if you get to the park early enough. Uh, can you ask the Phillies manager what numbers he thinks are going to come out in Powerball tonight? Because <laughs> it's $850 million, and I could use a little addition to my bank account. And Rob Thompson seems to have all the answers. So i got to believe he knows the Powerball numbers. So uh, you and I can split it because he's going to give them to you. You're going to give them to me. Uh, we walk off with about $400 million apiece. You okay with that? Oh, I love that idea. I'll text you later. <laughs> Uh, you, you have a co-worker on this show, Scott Lauber. I better get a cut. Uh, you cough uh, up 2% for Sealski. I'll cough up 2%. He's good for 4%. All, All right, right, sounds yeah, good. What does an agent get these days? 15. Is that, is that, Not even oh, close. Really? Yeah, 4. No, no, so if you get so. 4 from me, 2 from me, you get, there's your 4%, just like I said. Uh, it's got great, great stuff. Appreciate you coming on board. Have a great time at the park tonight and a safe flight home. Sure thing, guys. Thanks for having me. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Today. 
plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 